Hey, hey, welcome to Living Aura, your podcast for choosing faith over fear, where I inspire and motivate life-giving promise into your role in your business, your home, and your mind. Hey, I'm Laura Carter, and I'm so glad you're here because I'm on a mission to help people just like you learn how to be alive in the aura and energy of flow that attracts abundance in your life. Hey, thanks so much for listening because today I have an important guest on our show. Her name is Rebecca Wilcox. and She's a motivational life coach for women who want to rise up for more in their life, relationships, dreams, or desires. I think Rebecca has an important message for you to today because it's on how to take action when you feel afraid, how to remove limiting beliefs, and gain courage by just starting your goal. Done beats perfect. And not allowing your past to hinder your future ability for abundance. Make sure you listen all the way through because I think definitely there's nuggets of gold, especially at the end. Rebecca Wilcox worked in HR for Gulf Oil Houston after she received her BSBA from the University of Arkansas. Her side hustle was getting gemstones from Brazil and designing jewelry for her customers. How cool is that? In the late 80s, she moved to Arkansas to help run the family feed store business while raising three kiddos. Because of her love for people and connecting them to the area, she began Arkansas Welcome Service, welcoming newcomers to the community, which she did for 10 years. Rebecca's philanthropic side led her to be the executive director of Local United Way, which she did for four years before needing to run the feed store full-time. By 2017, Rebecca felt that tug for wanting more in her life, wanting to connect with like-minded people who enjoyed self-growth and learning. Her research, coaches, courses, and study led her to create the group, which is active today. Go find it in her Facebook. It's called... Women Courageously Living. Her dedication is for empowering women with daily hashtag Becky Bite videos. These are bite-sized videos on learning how to live big and give big. She is a life coach, and one of her strategies is to help others find clarity of purpose for their lives, their true driving force for wanting more in life, creating your vision and goals which will make the impact for your future success. I will have all of Rebecca's connectivity details in the show notes. Make sure you go check out her Women Courageously Living Facebook group for her hashtag Becky Bites of Tasty Daily Wisdom. Yes, I think it is a open public group. So go join there because you got to snack on her goods. As well, she has a free 30-minute strategy session for goal setting. Welcome, Rebecca Wilcox. Let's dive right in. You know, I have been coaching for two years, yeah. but, you know, never wanting to ask anyone to pay for anything. Yeah. <laughs> that was my, that was my difficulty is, is let me just, and, but you know what? You can look at it this way as well, because if you do not ask anyone, then they, they really can't criticize what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of you when you can look at it that way, it's kind of like that putting a uh, a barrier up. OK, you can't you can't I can't feel any negativity or any criticism because I you I'm just freely giving this to you. Yeah. So but I love what How I did you make the jump to start like to put yourself out there 
okay, I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to start charging and, you know, I'm going to start promising things. How did you do that? How did you decide to like get out there and be vulnerable? Okay. I see, I can look at that two different ways. The first step was before ever asking for any, any financial, you know, no, no skin in the game from anybody becoming vulnerable was very difficult for me. Yeah. Because I grew up with a verbally abusive father. And so my defense mechanism was you just fly under the radar. Yeah. You just, it's like yeah. you're, you're, you're kind to everybody and you're sweet. And that's how everybody in high school remembers me is always being, I don't think anyone would have realized that I lacked an ounce of confidence. And um, so when I first went live on my personal profile, oh dear golly, it was <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. In my group is different because you wanted to be in my group. So, mm-hmm. so that's okay. But the personal profile, that definitely was, was uh, a game changer. But it's just still part of my research in self-growth and it doesn't matter what somebody else thinks. There is that one person out there that needs to hear what I have to say. So take the focus off of me and put it on that one person. And so from there, whoops, from there, I mean, I, I did, I did so much and you know, spoke at a summit, a virtual summit, and then doing my Becky Bites every, you know, I was up to every day during the week. Mm-hmm. And then um, just the things I shared and did, um, I just, I knew I had to make that step because this is, uh, um, my husband and I had sold our funeral home three, uh, four years ago now at the end of this month. But my contract with them, ended on my birthday, my 65th birthday in September. And so it's like, okay, this is, this is my business. I I do sell products on Amazon. Mm -hmm. I send products in, but that's again, not where my passion lies. Yeah. And, um, and getting in that accelerate program Mm -hmm. and your, and your coach tells you that, all right, this is what you need to do. And you say, okay. Mm-hmm. And you just take that step. Talk about step of faith. You know, every morning I have a morning routine and I, that is one of the things that I, uh, that's part of my coaching program is helping the women get a morning routine. Because honestly, if I didn't have that, time of clarity, time with the Lord. And, and, you know, again, your, your mind is in that alpha state. And for me, that's when I think I, well, that's when I know I can hear God even clearer. Mm -hmm. And so when I paid for something, then I realized, okay, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Why would I not? Why would I give somebody money and then not even take their advice on what I need to do, what my next step should be. And so that that's a perfect way to look at it for getting clients is when it is 
when it becomes more important to them, when they have a financial, um, when they have a stake in the game, yeah, then they're like, okay. And so after going through the first onboarding calls this week with them, it it was really it was really good because they they were seeing things that they hadn't seen before. They were hearing things they hadn't thought of. And um, and that's when you can add just even more value is is doing something like this. What did the process for you when you um, made that step in faith? You know, what, what kind of mindsets maybe you had to break off of you, the fear, the anxiety, the doubt part that you had to say, no, I'm not going to listen to that. Um, I know, was it, was it the resounding, um, feeling in your spirit that you were like, I got to get this message out. I just know this is what I'm meant to do. Or, you know, what was it that made you able to take that step of faith? Cause I think some of my listeners on the podcast will be, you know, they're in that position. They're like, well, I want to do this and this and this, but I just have no idea how to bridge these two things in my life. And so what happens is most people just don't jump. You know, first, and it was a lot of dealing with limiting beliefs. You know, we can deal with them for years. Yeah. And especially when you take the, the, make the effort, take the time to listen to what you're saying. Take one day. And I, I remember learning that from Mel Robbins. Take one day and listen to that yeah. that next thought. When when something's present, what what was that thought? And then you're going to see where your limiting beliefs are. My again, it's the confidence. It was I was when I was 20 years old. My father told me, "I don't have any faith in you. I never did, and I never will." And it's, it's then thinking, I'm not smart enough. I can't do it. I, the thought of disappointing someone because, oh my gosh, it, it would, <laughs> it's funny how it, 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 they sneak up, but yeah. through that yeah. work and talking to God about it and saying, Lord, I know you have confidence in me. I know I am worthy. And I was just listening a little bit to that the word podcast of yours because two years ago it was gratitude and last year it was I am worthy yes and this year it is confidence yeah and uh, it so that that stepping that bridging is you have got to figure out what what is your limiting belief to step out and then just take one step Take one action toward it. Don't take them all. Don't try and figure it all out. Yeah. Just what is that next step? Because as you know, we try to see from, I do, I'm a big planner. Yeah. Like, I'm always like thinking three to 10 steps ahead of where I really am. <laughs> and it's it, like, slow down. I got you right here. <laughs> it's where are you? Or, or what are you able to do today Yeah, that is going to move you in that direction? What is that one step that you can take? And 
you know, so again, first, you've got to figure out what is your limiting belief about doing it? Yep. What is it? And then come up with your empowering belief. I, I did a Becky bite on taking your LBs and turn them into EBs. <laughs> you know, I just always yeah. like little, um, little catchy things like that. Uh-huh. And so, um, so that, that was because it, it wasn't because of me having this extraordinary um, ability all of a sudden. One day I wake up and go, oh, I can do it now because it, it's, it was my faith in my relationship with God. And I know that he has my best interest in just try to follow um, where he leads me. But again, it, it started with uh, early in the morning and listening. Yeah. Listening, listening, waiting. Um, you know, sometimes God will speak one word like a, a year, almost a year ago, <clears throat> he spoke one word to me podcast. He didn't tell me to take action on it. He didn't tell me when it would be. He didn't tell me what to talk about. So I just waited and I kept listening. I wrote in my journal. It was there. And, you know, it's scriptural. So like, don't enhance what God speaks to you. Just write it down and wait, keep it, you know, keep it in front of you. So I did that. And um, yeah, you're, you're totally right. Like we, we don't wake up and suddenly see a transformation. It's taking baby steps, taking the immediate, okay, I forgive myself for having that doubting thought or that, or remembering something about my past life where someone was just like, you're never going to make it type of deal for not looking at it, acknowledging, yes, this happened to me. Thank you. Thank you. Now I can move from it. (laughs) And, and knowing like, okay, I forgive myself. I love myself. Now, what am I going to do? Not, not, Mm -hmm. I feel like so many, so, so many people I've talked to, they have, they, they just keep pulling up surfacing thoughts that are, Oh, I'm never going to make it because of this, or I'm never going to be qualified because of this. And well, it hasn't happened yet. So I guess it's never gonna, you know, think, you know, trends that they keep cycling and, uh, they just, they just throw the hamster wheel mentality. Mm-hmm. Well, if it hasn't happened yet. I guess it's not in the cards. You know, all of these, these mindsets that we get in a rhythm of that are, that are just unhealthy for, oh, if you could just inject a little inspiration. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where I think you come in. There were times in my life I wish someone had given me the tools to increase my feeling of worth. And I know I can do that for someone else. Because I, I know that if somebody is given the tools earlier, then they can do even more with their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing it sooner, it's, yeah. it's that when you know better, do better. And, um, and so going through that is, is, a, is so powerful because I've had some people and they start, they start saying, well, you know, I want, uh, I want to be happier. Okay. I just know that if you can um, help people to live big, to give big, is when uh, so much more can happen in the world. 
And so, um, you know, just that just flowing from one day to the next because you're so busy. I just I'm just so busy. I, well, why are you staying so busy? It's because you don't want to stop and look at your life in, in a realistic through realistic eyes. And um, yeah, it just, yeah. you know, just to be able to help people to live courageously is wonderful. What do you say to someone who just really doesn't have a, a goal to become the next level, um, to have more in their life, to actually see, to actually have a dream or a goal? Um, what do you say to someone who, you know, is just content with staying busy in, in the grind, the nine to five grind in a, or a low paying job or um, bad relationship? Or what do you say to someone like that who just is, they're so convinced that their life is good, but and, and not wanting anything different or more? Probably one of the first things I would say is what brings you joy in this relationship? What if they don't think they're worth having joy? They they just have to stay, you know, in the bad situation with with a boss or whatever it is. You know, this is just the way it is. I need to just be grateful. So they just start topping on these. I just need to be grateful. I'm good where I'm at. A lot, a lot of people have it way worse than I do. So I just need to, be, you know, stay here. You know, it's interesting. I have a client right now who doesn't, who looks at her situation like, well, it's always been this way. Mm-hmm. And um, because she's always been the one to care for it. Well, she had a husband who was ill and died. And we're talking, she was in her 40s. And um, and then her grand each of her grandmothers she cared for and now her elderly parents she's the like the caregiver, and so for her is understanding if first even people that say well this is just the way my life is and all right well if your life could be different mm-hmm. what would be something that would bring you joy in that difference because a lot of people don't even, th- well, they, they don't go there because they don't think it's possible. Yeah. They're but like, once, that's not for me. <laughs> but once they say, you know, she really truly wants to find a relationship and have a relationship with a man. And I mean, her husband's been dead. Um, it's going to be eight years. And yet she's thinking that, that's just not going to be possible. And I'm telling, you know, one of the things that we're working through is let's find out who you are because she's always becoming what she needs to be for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she really knows who (laughs) she is. So I, I really think one of the main things is somebody thinks, well, I don't, I don't really think I need a coach. I'm, you know, I'm doing okay in life. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad that you feel that you're doing okay. But if there could be a difference, if there could be something else in your life that uh, you could do or that would bring you extra joy, what, so, what do you think that, that might be? Yeah, I love that. So y- you start 
practicing this curiosity, right? These questions that jumpstart a belief about themselves that they didn't think was possible because they're like, well, my, I live for this person and they're still living that way, even when that person's gone. So you practice curiosity. Okay. What are some questions that you ask them? Like, what does that feel or like? One of it is, you know, affirming where they are, but beside, but then asking, you know, well, what, if you could really do something else right now, if you, if you could work somewhere else, if that's it, a job, or if you could be in a different kind of relationship, what, what would that look like? And then once they start talking, then you say, um, let's see, then you can bring up, well, I, you know, I, I can understand why you would, you know, what you're saying. And just first, you're going to, you're going to say back to them, what they have said to you, affirming with them that you have heard them. Yeah. And then, you know, you could just say, if you were to have that different job, what kind of impact do you think that would make on your life? Mm. And then from that, you can say, well, okay, yeah, I can see how, how that would be so great for you. So different, whatever it is they said. Yeah. And then you can say, well, what kind of impact do you think that would make? Say they're, they have kids. What, what impact do you think that can make on your kids if you had this job that, that made you happier and more fulfilled? You know, because what people don't realize is that they are acting a certain way because of this environment, but it's flowing over into other areas of their life. But, you know, it's the impact on themselves, on their family, and then, um, then you can just move on to, so what's getting in the way of you actually doing that? Right. Because then they go, well, oh, I just don't think I'm, I, I'm, I'm brave enough to do that. Yeah. Well, what's, what is one step that you can take toward that? You know, it's, it's that kind of, it's that kind of process. This is awesome because this is why I started this podcast. You know, the Lord spoke to me um, uh, last week, uh, right before the end of the year. And he's like, close your laptop, stop working. I want to talk to you. (laughs) And I just went and got still. And um, within the first four minutes of just being still, he's like, you, your life. I have brought you back to life from your circumstances. You're alive. And the aura, the atmosphere that you create around you is attracting your higher good. You're attracting, you're now magnetic to things that you once thought was impossible for your life. Why? Because you took the time to stay still and silent and listen and journal. You took the time to get curious with where could I be from a year, a year from now, if my kids didn't have to go to preschool crying their heads off all day long, missing me, you know, the the trauma that some, you know, they're going through what shifts could happen. I wonder, and being still and saying, look at all the things, the blessings and the miracles I can bring you when you get still with me. And so this podcast is to stir up that flow of Okay, um, even for people not 
who aren't Christians. I hope that this is a message of hope to them that we can be connected to a king of abundance and flow can resonate through our life for success and and fruit. You're right. It comes by just taking the time to ask the questions and look at it and being like, okay, what if? And I know personally for me, my major struggle, I know you started with this, the vulnerability thing. Okay. Okay. I'm not supposed to speak up. (laughs) What if I fail? What if I, okay. You know, you get past the first hurdle of, okay, now I believe I can do something more. My life can get better, but then you have, you hit a whole like second set of I mean, now that I'm supposed to be calling people, I'm like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. But but yeah, as soon as we get off, I've got a couple of people I'm going to call because I wrote it down and I put it in my phone and I Mm -hmm. put it in my time. And but you're right. It's like, okay, now I've done this. Now I've got to do this. And it just, oh, whoa. And it's like, oh no, if I take three more steps, I'm going to like have to commit, 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 commit. Yeah, it it is. Uh, but then there again, that's where you have to just go, okay, wait a minute. What is scaring me about this? Right. Because if it is, if it, and, and, and I got this from Marie Forleo and I love this. If I okay. feel expanded when I think about it, I need to do it. Yeah. Feel contracted, like, oh, today there was this from 10 o'clock to six o'clock my time, a workshop, and how great it would be. And blah, blah. I said, you know, I am not looking at anything else. I am, I am laser focused on my path and the people that I'm working with. And that's what I have to do. And yeah. that's huge because yeah. there again, that came that fear of disappointing somebody. Mm-hmm. And when I see people talk about, oh, I'm a people pleaser, and I want to say, well, let's look at why you are. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I got to please them because they're paying my bills, you know? (laughs) Yeah, or, or, well, you know, I want to make them happy. Why is, and that's when you go, well, why is it important to you that you make them happy? Right. Is their happiness more important than yours? You can you can start working down that seven levels deep because it's taking this statement and saying, oh, yeah, I can understand you wanting to make them happy, but why is that important to you? Well, it, it, it you know, I know it helps them out and it makes me feel good that I've helped them out. Well, I, yeah, I can see that. They're happy, you're happy, but why is it important to you that you feel happy about doing that, you know, not the motivating factor, but, but I guess it is the motivating factor for why you feel you want to please them. What is the true reason? Because I think once they see, well, you mean it's okay to say, no, I really can't do that. And I've done Becky bites on, on your time and how important your time is. And are, are other people just using your time? You're giving up your valuable time um, for people that don't really appreciate the, I mean, they, they like it. They're glad for you to do it, but they don't really appreciate the effort that you put into doing it for them. 
And I think when people realize that they have an, an option, that they can, that they have a choice. And I always say, you have a choice, choose wisely. I love that. I love that. So many people are like, this is just my life. This is it. And I just need to be glad for it. And, and my response in my heart is like, you're right. This is your life. You have a choice. What do you want to make out of it? And, and we just, some people just are like, they surrender that choice. Yeah. I think just to be able to say, I'm so glad that you're, that you're glad that you're, that you have the gratitude for what you do have in your life. But I just wonder if your life was a different way, how much more could you do for others? Because I think people forget, you know, they, they're so inner focused that they forget if I had more money, if I had more freedom, if I had, I could do this for you, for them, for others and changing the way the world is. We are in such a society of take, 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 take. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? That you you then say, oh, well, this is it. You know, this is just the way it's supposed to be. And, and I'm going to have to, you know, put on my big girl panties and just be glad with it and, and just move on. That is gold right there, what you just said. I love that. I'm excited for what you're doing as well, Laura. And I love at least connecting with you. I feel like I don't know enough about you. It's like, because usually I I had a welcome service here in town and I'd always say, well, now where do you, of course I know, but I'd say, where, where did you move from? You know, it's like, where do you live? <laughs> and you have a couple of kids and you're one of seven. Yeah. I did pick up on that. Yes. Yes. Um, oh man. Well, I'm from Texas. Ah, yeah. All of my kids were born in Houston. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was born in Spring. And oh, born my, in Spring my... and grew up in Kingwood. Okay, I know exactly where they are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's where I grew up. And then when I was 13, uh, moved to Kentucky, and that's where I still am. And you're see, isn't that funny? I have never been to Kentucky. Never <laughs> been there. That is so funny. People usually don't travel through Kentucky. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's like if you were born here, you you die here, you stay here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> well, I'm in Arkansas, so we're okay, not Arkansas. far apart. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I was uh, I got married at 23 and had two little boys and was married for eight years. Um, been uh, divorced and um, just allowing God to completely rewrite my entire identity. Uh, When I was married, my identity was completely wrapped up in being a wife. Mm -hmm. And I put so much, I leaned so much into that, that when it was no longer my title, I, I got completely lost and, and uh, went through a lot of depression almost took my life a few times. I mean, it was, it was difficult for a lot, three years, solid three years. And I had to go get a counselor and get help and rebuild my identity in Christ and be like, okay, 
whatever it takes, Lord, you got to rip out all the bad, all the good, (laughs) all the expectations that I had on my life. Like I had a plan, I'll, you know, you get married once you keep your covenant. You, (laughs) and the Lord was like, I got you. I'm never leaving you. I'm by your side. And I always knew that even in the worst times where I did not understand and I did not want to understand God at all, that, you know, because I had first blamed him. Mm -hmm. You said, you said, I listened, I fasted, I prayed, I waited, I was a virgin. God, you said, you know, and it's, it's gone now. And so I had to get through the releasing all of the guilt, the blame of yourself and let, okay, God, you got a bigger plan. You always do. Mm -hmm. And the minute I just let go of that, he was able to just download this. I have a purpose and I know right now you don't want this purpose, but he's like, your life, you cannot plan it out where you think, this event is going to happen in your life to do this calling. And I thought getting married was the first step for me to be in ministry or to have a voice. And um, God was like, I got a story for you. (laughs) And, And now I can see that through the, through the, you know, disintegration of my marriage and being able to allow him to rebuild my life. I gave him, it was me giving him permission to write my message. To use you in a mighty way. Now I have a lot of understanding and power behind what I say because I've been through some things. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand that. Like, I just, I wanted to help every single person in the world. And God was like, yes, you, you, you love me. You trust me. You know, the scripture, but let me put this message in your heart paired with this anointing. And so that's, this is part of the fruit, this podcast of him saying, you're ready. I got, I'm good. You're, speak up. This is awesome. I mean, it is. And, you know, just to tell you, I think for women, we go through many seasons of our lives. And um, when you said that, you know, you were, who, who were you now that you weren't a wife anymore? And you've got to look at a lot of us older women we're still a mom, but we're not. Our kids are gone. They've grown up. They don't need us like they used to. And I had a feed store for 25 years and closed it in 2013. So I wasn't the feed store lady anymore. And you, you're start, you start wondering and questioning, then who am I? When you have attached your worth to something other than the Lord. Yeah. But a lot of people that's, you know, especially guys, 
they attached their worth to their jobs and what they can do and how successful they are and how they perform or athletes, you know, and when it's gone, hmm. And if you don't then say, all right, how can I be used now? Right. How can I benefit? And and again, take that, take that vision off of me, me, me. And how can I benefit? How can I uh, increase the value of somebody else's life? Yeah. And at the same time, it's going to. And it's at it's at the the expense of you having to say yet having to say yes to a a a new life that you don't want. You never wanted. You never wanted to be there. You never wanted to have that change in your life. You never wanted to lose your family. You know, in my in my circumstance, you know, for me, it was like. I have to adopt this, that God couldn't use me in, 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 at this, at this way, in this way until I had, I said yes to, okay, I'm a single woman now and I'm, I got to raise these kids. And when I was fighting it, I was like, I don't want that story. I don't want that premise for my life. There's no way I'm going to, I'm going to be quiet the rest of my life and not say anything. (laughs) And it was like, me stuffing down, trying to be quiet was poisoning, was poisoning to myself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you mentioned, you know, when you're talking about Marie Forleo, her quote, you know, that expansion in your life, like when that feeling comes, I got to get this out or it's going to just devour me. Mm-hmm. That no matter what the story is or where it came from or how I am now, you can't you can't categorize I'm worse off now than I used to be. You got to let it go. It, and you know, you have to look at your life or situations this way as well. Good, better, best. That was good. It wasn't the best for you though. No matter how hard it was getting through that, over that bridge. Yeah. And, and looking over the sides and just seeing this, emptiness but once you realize and 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 you're still on a journey you still are but you are in a much better place to be used by God for the benefit of so many other people that if you hadn't gone through that you wouldn't be able to do that and you know it's it's why I look at my life I don't I don't uh, say, I hate my father. I can't believe he did that to me. I'm this way. No, I am me because of that. And you can turn everything. Satan means it for evil. God will turn it for good. And that's what you just have to hang on to. And then look to see how you can continue turning it for good for God. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Love this. Love this. Oh, you know, and I was going to tell you, and that's what I, I, I have a marketing team that I just got at the middle of last year. And I don't even have a website yet <laughs> in that it's just going to be, again, a funnel uh, website. And um, so um, it's just getting that. <laughs> that's that's like the next step. <laughs> So when you sent me that, I thought I, I sent them a message. I said, "Okay, we have to do this now. We've got to get this done now." Yeah, 
<laughs> wow. Let I I love I love your energy. Like you're like, wow, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for it, even though I don't have all my pieces, my ducks in a row yet. I'm, Me, I'm I oh, I need that encouragement because I'm like, I can't release it until it's perfect. It has to be perfect. All of it set up correctly. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just do you know? That when I launched my coaching program, I was working to the night before getting them their email with their Google folder link. You know, it wasn't like I had it done a week before, but I was telling my husband, I said, I said, you know, I'm working really hard, but right now, but then it's in place and I can then just tweak what I need to tweak. But it's with everything in the beginning, just get it going because you know, I, I did, I wore perfectionism as a medal. Oh, I'm a perfectionist because I was terrified that once it got out there, it could be criticized. And that's what truly being a perfectionist is because until you release it, no one can say anything. And so you just, again, it is amazing that whatever it is, take action, turn the mic on, press play just go what it was it worth it when you took action you press play you went went for it and it was just as is it wasn't you know complete even or or perfect did it was it worth it like did it give you um energy to keep going (laughs) it's definitely worth it because of the benefit to my clients that I could hear in their voice from what I did have for them. But I, I'm I'm definitely not one that can just say, yes, let's get coaching. And then by what they say, I develop it. I had to have a framework. I have to have at least a framework or I can't, I just can't move forward. Yeah. And so I had the framework. And once I got the framework, then I, you know, and, and you know what's cool is I had developed these assets all through uh 2019 and 2020, 2020, and I'm utilizing them in my program now. I have my framework that's going to help them move forward every single week toward their goal, toward what it is that they need to do. But then I'm going to, it's kind of like I'm weaving in these little gems just to help them in their life, in their self-growth, in their self-worth every week. So that's awesome. Get the framework, go for it, fill it in as you go. <laughs> there you go. That's that's it. Just, just tweak as you listen to their needs, their pain points. Yeah. And and since I have a coach, then if something comes up that I'm like, oh, okay, what you know, like I was asking them a, a six-month goal, and one of his, well, I want to be happy. And I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking, give me something <laughs> give me and and she told me she said ask them the question well what does being happy feel for you yeah, what yeah. does what does that mean to you and that helps them then think about well you know being able to travel well there you go you know you see it's yes. it, but it, it was just okay yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> Coaches have coaches. A lot of entrepreneurs are they they don't jump for it because they think that they have to be they're alone in it. And you don't have to be. You get a coach, you'll never get stuck. 
Right. You're like, thank you for your question. I'm going to figure out how to answer that for you. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and, and you know, and that's how I know you get better as you do it. Because the first time I did it, it was a good session, hour session. The second hour session was a little bit better. And the third hour session was even better because I was tweaking as I went along. And so, yeah, it, uh, and when you can look at it like that, it's not ever failing. You're just Mm -hmm. learning. It's just Mm -hmm. learning. That's all. You know, I mean, I had to close my brick and mortar store and I felt like a complete failure. But because of my husband, who I will say is my second chance, we've been married 22 years, that he helped me to realize that it wasn't because of me that I had to close the the business down. And then from then, and once I learned more, it was more, it was a great learning experience. I know I've got to pull in people when I feel that uh, I need extra help. Don't hide. Don't hide from people. Look to the experts. Look to other people who can re- help you resource up. And so, yeah. see, it's just learning. Yes. <laughs> Look, always have someone in your corner that's a step or five ahead of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. It. It's just not thinking that I have to do it all on my own, or I'm going to look like I I can't do this, or I'm not you know, smart enough or whatever that limiting belief is. So, and you, I feel like uh, people coming to you for coaching in your, in your program would feel a lot more peace and ease knowing that, you know, you're not going to flake out on them. You're not just like trying it out. And the first thing that, you know, comes along where you just don't know how to do it. You got to shut the business down. Like Mm -hmm. you have support, you have backup. It's not just you you, you got this. Mm -hmm. I think that gives people a lot of comfort and confidence in coming into your program. Right. Right. I, it just knowing just from the first call, well, I gave so much value during the white label challenge because I, these, you know, I had probably five out of 30 women that book the 10 minute calls, which always went longer than 10 minutes, but I really helped them to delve into it. And, and that was so empowering for me because it was like, I really can't do this. <laughs> yes. So See, there's, there's that energy that you're getting by just stepping out in faith, going for it and being like, right. Oh my gosh. I do know what I'm talking about. I (laughs) (laughs) But it all comes back to taking action. Thank you so much for listening in today to the Living Aura Show. I hope you gain massive value and take action on this lesson. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have iTunes, do me a favor and go give an honest review. I hope you're going to give me a five star, right? (laughs) That's the way to get this message out to more people in the world. Share the link on your social media. Share the wealth. That's how we can give back and inspire others, especially now more than ever. Go out and be inspiring and be fully alive in your aura and energy that attracts abundance.